Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Major Garrett. Since we're off on uh, Friday, Major's with us at 135. A chef who will come to your place and cook unusual food. He's going to join us at 205 and Glenn Taylor, owner of the Timberwolves Star Tribune, and a feature story in the Star Tribune about his uh, charitable giving. All those items for Mr. Taylor at 235. I like uh, a texter who's mad at us because we haven't spent enough time talking about the flag, even though we talked about it constantly yesterday. I did tweak the person and say, hey, we like to talk about stories when they happen. If you want shows that uh, get to stories like a day late, you got the wrong show. And also did go with this. Was this driven by some left-leaning agenda attempting to force a nondescript representation of inclusion, diversity, and hatred of whites? Of course it was. We all know that. I mean, honestly, we all know this, Chris. This was a flag to put out there, let's not compete, let's not be better. It's a Somalian flag, and it's hate the whites. I thought we all knew that when it came out. You, uh, you yeah. knew that, right? I, I mean, based on our Nordic heritage, yeah, it would almost seem that we have to discriminate against the whites. I mean, it, yeah. it, it makes sense. I know the white people just don't get a break in Minnesota. I don't, I don't know how um, they they get by. Uh, by the way, this texture uh, and his or her belief on the flag, sadly, there are a lot of people who think this way. And as I added, your theory on the flag is laughable, delusion delusional, and insulting. I hope the text was just a bit. I do. But unfortunately, I've received too many texts and emails where it was not a bit. You know, like or don't like the flag. I, th- I thought it was fine. But that it's it's out to suppress the white man. <laughs> I never, like, there are a lot of thoughts that cross my mind, Chad. That's never been one of them. Well, that's because like, you're you're in on the liberal agenda. Uh, that's, that's true. You're here at WCC Radio, WDFL. You've been hypnotized to try to push diversity. That's true. That's when true. it's unnecessary and to hurt the white man. I wish you'd just acknowledge. It's, it's near Christmas. Why, why don't you? I'm really that? tired, but I'm always woke. Bum, bum, bum. State gains population ends two-year flat streak. That's uh, one of the headlines from the Star Tribune today, that the population in 2023 saw slight gains. Okay, The two years before, in 2021, Minnesota lost 11,000 people. In 2022, the state lost uh, 20. 
2000. This year, it was uh, increased by 0.4% or 23,000 people between July of 22 to July of 23. So a little better jump in that way. Again, right from the story, the number of people living in Minnesota increased by 0.4% or 23,615 people between July of 22 and July of 23. I want your initial reaction at 651-461-9226 when you hear that, that the population has increased in this state. Is that what you would have expected? Our numbers had dropped. If you if you look at where numbers have jumped, it's places in the south. It's a lot of times it's warmer weather. Now, were there places and are there places where COVID has played a part and people don't agree with COVID policy? Sure. Are there places where you don't agree with the politics of said state and you move? Yes. It's rather cyclical. I think both parties can jump all over it when it suits their needs and say, hey, look right here. Look what's going on and assume that that's what it's going to mean forever. When sometimes it means for a short period of time and sometimes it does not. I guess, Chris, I would have um, I wouldn't have been surprised if we still dropped a little bit. You know, I hadn't yeah. I hadn't paid a ton of attention to uh population drops. Listen, in twenty twenty one, a lot of us were still bunkered in. And if you were just going to be forced to work from your home and you had the ability to either still do that job or a comparable job and could be somewhere else. Yeah. Good on you. I'm I'm take advantage of it. I'm getting out of here for a little bit this winter. Yeah, I I, I am. and, And I get that everybody does not have that ability. I wish you did. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes you need to get your job longer, whatever it might be. I think also, whether, you know, no matter where you stand, and by the way, I'll just repeat where I stand, uh, Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd. Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd. And then we initially had peaceful protests. And we had riots. We had... Within the peaceful protest, which continued, we had riots, which is probably the the more proper way to say it. So it's not like everyone who was out and about in Minneapolis in the state was a rioter, but there were flat-out criminals out there, criminal activity. And as I've said, I don't know, 750 times, the governor was too late, the mayor was too late, the police chief was too late, and that those days – have stayed with a lot of people. And that didn't hurt. I mean, that that, that absolutely hurt, uh, excuse me, the state. It did. Yes. There's no doubt. So did that play a part in people leaving? I'm, I'm sure it did. You have police numbers, which have dropped here. By the way, they've dropped almost everywhere. 
You don't have a lot of towns, even in more traditional Republican states, where, <coughs> excuse me, battleless cough, which in this place too, um, where police numbers are robust. I wish they were. I wish they were better. I thought the defund the police movement for me was idiotic, uh, too quick to go with that, and uh, silly. Doesn't mean you can't point out the history of problems within some members of the Minneapolis Police Department. Not everyone, but some members. There's a reason why the feds are involved. There's a reason why the state human rights division is involved. And so far, to me, it appears like Brian O'Hara is doing a good job. But I want to pause here, and I want texts and calls on these topics. What is your reaction when you hear that the population has bumped up? If a friend said to you, I want, doesn't live here now. He or she says, I'm thinking about living in Minnesota. Would you recommend it? And the last part, you can call or text, but I love a fair amount of feedback on this, 651-461-9226. If you're one of our listeners who's listening in Minnesota, because we're lucky enough um, with the app that people listen all over the place, all across the country, sometimes internationally we get those uh, texts also. If you didn't live wherever you live in Minnesota, where's your place? Not to vacation, but where would you live? If it's a comparable change, you know, you live on your own, your family, your job, and it's a similar cost of living, and you can pick another city, where would you live? So, again, what's your reaction to the population, you know, stopping the decline? Would you recommend someone to live in Minnesota? And if you didn't live in Minnesota, if you're living in Minnesota right now, listen to us. Tell me the city where you would live. 651-461-9226. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Our guy Harrigan has a couple sick children, so he's out. That means Chris Tubbs is in. His uh, his music theme, you can tell, it's Christmas music. It's uh, tied to TV shows, 
or movie shows, and he's been attacked by two of us, me, because he played music from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and as I've stated many times before, Chevy Chase, not funny. It's not funny. And by all accounts, he's a horrendous human being. You don't have to agree with a single word I said. I just offer up my opinion. Then Rena attacked you for the Charlie Brown music. Yes, I, I can't win. You can't win so I, far. I can't win today. It's Frosty. It's, I love Frosty. Oh, good. So I, I, have I, like, redeemed myself? I've got one that's going to be a little bit off the beaten path. I'm hoping that I can redeem myself with it, but I'm not, not optimistic. You don't have to redeem any part. I'm just saying I don't think Chevy Chase. Do you have somebody in, who, who you judge as an entertainer? And people think she or he is funny, and you don't get it because mine forever has been Chevy Chase. He just yeah. falls down, and uh, I, outside of Fletch, and he in a Caddyshack, sure, um, but most of his other stuff, get out of here. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a Kevin Hart fan. Kevin Hart, I can't do Kevin Hart. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just something about Kevin Hart that I, I see it, and I'm like, eh, I'm good. Hmm. I'm good. Yeah, I don't I don't find him funny. But he's not as omnipresent as he was. There was like a six or seven year period. Well, I mean, I expect to see Kevin Hart at my house. I mean, he just you couldn't get away from him. He was everywhere. He's trying to get into your houses like he was trying to get onto the field at the Super Bowl. <laughs> that is correct. That's the good reminder. OK, so the topic at hand is picking up on that. The uh, Minnesota population grows again. What was your reaction to it? Uh, would you recommend living in this state? Friend calls you. Would you recommend it? And if you if you live in Minnesota and you could live anywhere else in the United States of America, well, we do have somebody says someone says uh, Vancouver, North America counts. Okay, um, if you could live somewhere else and everything's comparable, where would you live? Chris, do you have something off the top of your head? I. Uh, yeah. I would say, see, I've been, I've been warm. I want to go someplace warm, so I've been, maybe Phoenix. So let's do this. Uh, let's get to Mike. Yeah. Let's see what Mike has to say, and then I'll react to Phoenix because I lived there for a number of years. If I could live there for eight months of the year, yeah, sign me up. Mike's called in. Mike, thanks for listening to uh, WCCO. You're on, sir. Yeah, as far as where to live, I think it's all about people, the people you have, the friends you have, the people you surround yourself Great point. We moved to Nashville. We raised we raised our kids just west of town in St. Michael. And moved to Nashville in 2009. It was a work transfer. We first of all, it's no cheaper living in Nashville as far as housing or anything. Property taxes are about 60 percent of what they are in Minnesota. No state income tax, mm-hmm. and the sales tax is like nine and a half percent on everything. Um, so. But what we found, man, when we suddenly had six grandchildren up here in Minnesota and we moved back about four years ago, is that it literally costs us about $1,000 a month more to live in Minnesota than it did down in Nashville because of a lot of the salt limit on income tax and all the other property taxes and all the other taxes up here have really exploded. So, um but it's the people and our families here, and that's why we're here. But if I were to move anywhere else, I'd move for people, not just for location. Great call. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. 651-461-9226. Text or call. Uh, nails it. 
Like I say this, like golf's my deal. Golf's my addiction. Um, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to play at a you know a couple you know one place here, Wind Song, which we call Horse Breath, and then uh, up uh, in uh, Duluth at Northland, which I think is without a doubt the best mm-hmm. golf experience in Minnesota. How in however. If if I didn't have friends there, if I didn't have buddies there, it takes so much away. It's it, and that's just a microcosm of all of our lives. So no, it's not like I want to go to the North Pole, but I got you know five hundred friends right now. Sorry, the clauses. I know you're big listeners. You're a little bit busy right now. I really don't want to go near Iceland right now, but it is so much about the connection. You know, that's where Minnesota. I think it does. Get a legitimate bad rap. I think there are still a lot of people here who have lived here their entire life and they don't want to embrace new people to their neighborhood. That is or their that friends. is true. That is true. You 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 face that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, you do. It's stupid. And, and it's to me, it's all about what you value as an individual. Because there are some people, yeah, they they don't like some of the policies that the you know state government has enacted. That's fine. Some people it's because of the weather. You know, some people, it's because of family. Like, there, yeah, there are different reasons for wanting to be here or other places. And I can understand and I can respect anybody for making a decision that they feel is in their best interest. Uh, on Mike, do I think this state is overtaxed? Uh, both my arms are in the air. I think we are. I mean, and I get, I'm not trying to eliminate, let's just, let's, let's eliminate everything. But yeah, I mean, last year, the trifecta, I was very clear. I thought walls... Hortman and the crew went uh, too far. I thought we were overtaxed before that. Um, and you see it. Now, cost of living, you know, when you have a place like Nashville and you have such a powerful entertainment area, that helps a lot, you know, uh, on taxing. Minneapolis, like you were talking about Houston, right? You, you feel like it's much more expensive to live here. Um, it, it depends, right? Think about L.A. Think about New York. Think about Chicago. Compared to here, it's 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 what is the other option? Now you mentioned Phoenix. I love my time down there. I was mainly down there early to middle August to middle May, and I was gone. So I missed a lot of June, July, August, where it feels like you're on Mars. You know, so if I could be down there for shorter periods of time, yeah, I've had a, I've had a number of texts here talking about Colorado. Denver would appeal to me a lot. I wish I skied more, but I think Denver is a beautiful area. I wish their downtown had a little more juice to it. I think their downtown hot take. I'm not going to get the the Denver Chamber of Commerce here. I think their downtown's kind of dull for a city that size. You know, San Diego, uh, other Texers are mentioning. I mean, we think traffic's bad here. San Diego traffic is such a cluster bleep, but I would, I would put that in the mix. I also, <clears throat> I I think Fort Lauderdale is massively underrated. I I would like better weather. I just yeah. I, I I would. You know, um, if I was at a different point in my life, if I could pull off New York City, I'd love to do it for a year and just <laughs> and see what that's like. Probably would have been better off when my life was a little bit different. Let's and, keep- I, and I do feel like some people at, at points in your life experience different places because you can really get a sense for what other people 
how they live and give you a better, you know, more well-rounded perspective. Yeah, more texts here. Okay, if I didn't live in Minnesota, I'd probably pick Colorado among the textures saying that. Or somewhere on the East Coast, like Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Have you heard my policy on the East Coast, Chris? We have too many, no. st- we have too many states out there. Too many states. Uh, Rhode Island, no. Vermont, no. We just say we have excess state. We, I think we'd be, uh, there should be one Dakota. Let's get down to 45 states. Vermont, Hampshire, where? Vermont, New Hampshire. Delaware, Maine. Delaware, Delaware. Yeah. See ya. Verham, Verhampshire, Mayor. Yeah, uh-huh. you're out. You can just go to Connecticut or Massachusetts. Am I recommending this to citizens or legally crossing people? Yeah, a lot of the uh, folks who are just crossing the border reach out to me. Uh, absolutely not. I would never recommend Minnesota to anyone. Way too expensive. If I could move to Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, beautiful small town. What if you live in a small town here? You know? um, I would live in San Diego year-round for weather. I'm 68. Do not need to see snow ever again. I would tell someone all the reasons I love Minnesota and recommend it as a place to live. Uh, people you're sick of or, or uh, who are uh, funny to others and you don't get. Kevin Hart, Amy Schumer. Yeah, some of the three amigos. Yeah, he ruined it. The other folks are great. He ruined it. Boise, Ohio, uh, Idaho. I've heard such great things about that. I just want a little bigger city, though. You know? Chad, I was born and raised in Rome, Minnesota. I've got to spend my 20s in L.A., so I spent some time in different parts of the country. Um, if I had to pick one area I'd love to live if it wasn't here, would be Rapid City, South Dakota. The Black Hills are absolutely beautiful, and taxes are good also. Cost of living in taxes is playing a large part of this for a lot of people, and I don't blame a soul for thinking about that. Our friend, Major Garrett, normally with us um, Fridays, 1235, or uh, Fridays, excuse me, 12.35. I'm not here Friday, 12.35. I'm spending the day with my boy, Quentin. So Major's with us in, in about two minutes on CCO. Major is here. We always enjoy the conversations. Mr. Garrett is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Let's jump into Colorado and the decision from the legal experts you have talked to so far. Mm-hmm. Do they expect the Trump team to quickly appeal this to the Supreme Court? Or yeah. could they say, hmm, Colorado's not our state. Colorado's not our state. Let's wait until it's a swing state. Or are they worried if it's allowed, even for this primary situation? Because this is just the primary ballot. Are they worried mm-hmm. if this is one and it stays there, they're making a mistake by not going immediately to the Supreme Court. No, they've made it clear, and until they clarify these remarks that they have made clear, that they will go to the Supreme Court and seek overturning of the Colorado Supreme Court ruling, a 4-3. So it was all democratically appointed justices. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. That doesn't mean they're Democrats. Yep. It just means they were appointed by governors who were Democrats. It was a split decision. Initially, the Trump campaign denounced the entire thing as a Democratic plot. Then it found dissents that it liked, written by Democrats, and so those Democrats were okay. <laughs> we should remind ourselves yes. of that. Uh, but they're going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, the Republican National Committee, through Ron McDaniel, has said that, that this will also proceed to the Supreme Court, and 
constitutional scholars who don't have a dog in this fight do believe the Supreme Court can find ways to rapidly overturn if that's what it wants to do and predict that that will happen. Several I talked to said they may do that on very narrow procedural grounds and not get their hands judicially dirty with the underlying question of was Trump acting as an insurrectionist on January 6th or the days before that to sidestep that whole issue and say on procedural grounds, we overturn uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment doesn't have the specific words president, vice president, Mm -hmm. therefore it doesn't apply. Uh, We're not even going to talk about insurrection because to have that question, we have to have had due process for the former president. He hasn't been convicted of that. We're not going to deal with that. So you're overturned. That could all happen. It could happen in relatively short order. I was just interviewing Jenna Griswold, who is the Secretary of State of Colorado. She said she will respect whatever the Supreme Court says about this. In the order from the Colorado Supreme Court said, we expect an appeal. We expect this to go to the Supreme Court. So, yes, Trump is disqualified, but not really. As long as this is held in legal limbo, he's on the ballot. So technically, Trump's still on the ballot, even though the court has said he's disqualified because he doesn't meet the Colorado standards sufficient to be on the ballot. What is that? You can't be an insurrectionist. Basically, the court asked itself two questions. Does this qualification matter for Colorado law? It said, yes, it does, whether or not you're an insurrectionist. Okay, let's ask the question and then let's answer it. They asked it and answered it. It said, yes. The behavior of President Trump in office at the time was consistent with engaging in and acting as an insurrectionist. Therefore, you can't be on the ballot. That's it. That's what Colorado said. As you know, in Minnesota, that's not what the court said. It's not what the court said in Michigan. Correct. In both cases, they they sidestepped it a little bit. That's it. They, they uh, sidestepped it. Uh, you, you labeled it. Yeah, first. they did. They're like, no, 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 no. This is a, this is a political question we'd rather not or mm-hmm. primary question we'd rather not we'll save this for the general colorado supreme court jumped in with both feet and yes everything that we have just discussed is mostly legal slightly political but let's not forget the moral question why are we here why are we Mm. having why are we having this conversation that's right why why yeah um joe biden is it joe biden no is it kevin mccarthy no is it mike johnson no is it chuck schumer no. Is it Kamala Harris? No. There's one reason and one reason only we're having this conversation. Donald Trump. And what happened. That's right. And what he didn't do. And what all he, of this, what he fomented. All of, this, all of this legal gnashing of teeth that we've been going through for a year and we will go through for yet another year is a but for Trump gnashing of teeth. Joe Biden, who often does not answer questions. Today, did answer a couple questions, including when he was asked this question. We wish the volume was a little bit higher, but you're still going to get the point. Here's Joe Biden in the last couple hours. Trump an insurrectionist, sir? Well, I think so, sir, you're self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, or let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. And no question about it. Is Donald Trump an insurrectionist. That's the question. And he says, the court will decide, but it's self-evident. Did you expect that sort of response from President Biden today? 
I did, in the sense that, and and we're going to have as a nation this kind of particular semantic conversation. Is it an insurrection? Is it a rebellion like the Civil War? Because we only have, Chad, one, thankfully, defined, definable insurrection rebellion in our country. We've had protests, lots of protests. That's different. But a systematic attempt to overthrow or undermine the government of the United States was what happened on January 6th and everything that led up to it and continued after the rioters were cleared from the Capitol when Trump's lawyers were still pigeonholing and lobbying senators to delay things and hold things up and create more uncertainty and chaos. That that cannot be forgotten. I think too many people forget that, that even after everybody had left, they still were engaged in the same shenanigans and right. I'll use that does in quotations. That, does that constitute? Does that constitute a unified conspiratorial effort to subvert the government? And in this case, one central question: Will there or will there not be a peaceful transfer of presidential power? In living rooms across this country, we're going to have family debates about: it. Does that constitute a riot, and just a riot, or an insurrection? The president's already said what he thinks, self-evident. That was a riot to stop something. What was it to stop? The peaceful transfer of power. That is his definition of an insurrection. Will courts agree with that? I don't know. But again, I go back to the why. Why around these dining room tables are we going to have to tease out to our heart satisfaction as American citizens what is or isn't? insurrectionist behavior of the president of the United States. Because one man who was pushing his followers to overturn an election which had been litigated and he lost pretty much every single ruling. Let's put Major on hold. Short pause. I want to ask Major how he thinks this scenario would play out if after Supreme Court ruling and most do not believe this is going to happen. But if a Supreme Court ruling takes place, and despite the fact that Donald Trump resoundingly and quickly wins the Republican nomination, that multiple key swing states are not allowed to have Donald Trump on the ballot, what would happen in this country? How would that play out? Plus a little bit of Christmas nonsense before we're done. Right back with Major Moments on CCO. So let's play this scenario out with uh, Major Garrett. Donald Trump is removed from the ballot, not just in states where he doesn't have a chance to win, but in multiple key swing states. He easily defeats Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, you name it. And in two or three key states, in an election uh where we're down to, I don't know, six, seven, eight states max. And also Donald Trump is not eligible to be listed as Republican nominee. Major, how would this country react? How would his supporters 
react because I, I think it's fraught with danger, fraught with peril. He, sure. would, he would be out on the stump constantly. There would be nothing measured about what he would say. And I fear for what would – I'm not exaggerating. I fear for what could happen on Election Day itself if this scenario actually takes place. Exactly. And, and I don't disagree with anything you said there at all in terms of that's a scenario that should concern us greatly. And there is nothing about Trump's temperament or his rhetoric or the behavioral pattern of some of his most aggressive supporters to make us anything other than fearful. That being said, I think that underscores the seriousness with which the Supreme Court will regard this particular case and try to settle this particular matter with clarity. Now, maybe it won't. And there's this great conversation, and by great, I don't mean wonderful. I mean large and significant conversation among lawyers I've been talking to since last night when this news broke. Okay, how much does the Supreme Court want to weigh in this? How, how, how clear and definitive does it want to be? And will the judgment of the Colorado Supreme Court give legitimacy to this matter in terms of litigation in other places? Like, like you said, other swing states mm-hmm. where it hasn't yet been tested. Will that add legal fire and fuel to bringing those cases in those swing states? Does the Supreme Court want to douse that process, nip all that in the bud and say, look, we are not doing this as a country. And for these reasons, this is not a matter with which any state Supreme Court can intervene for this matter. The Section 3 says this. The Colorado Supreme Court read it that way. We judge this, and we judge this permanently, so it's over. It's sealed off. This will be a matter resolved politically, and we're not going to have that scenario you painted, Chad, which is states on the board, meaningful, close, and now off the board because of judicial intervention. That would add in very unpredictable, combustible ways to what is already a fraught political atmosphere. All right, let's get to Christmas. Um, yeah, hey, how about that? Let's go, let's go. I mean, uh, craziness on Election Day or craziness Christmas. Are, are you guys the type of family? Now, I, listen, your kids are all across the country, so mm-hmm. hopefully they will be with you. I know it's not always guaranteed. But do you have, um, outside of presence and just the staples we all have. Do you have a couple of things that no matter what they are a part of the Garrett tradition on Christmas or are you more flexible? So uh, there is one thing and one thing, two things, I guess, two things that have to be present. One varies from year to year because that's the live Christmas tree, but it has to be a live Christmas tree. Oh, not, not large, stop. not large. Stop. 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 It has to be live. No. It has to be live. No. And two, (laughs) has to be live, regularly watered, refreshed. Yes, yes. Second, and I think the audience will get this, you will get, everyone will get this. The Christmas stockings, my beloved sainted grandmother knitted for all of us. Oh, beautiful. Mine says major. My mother's, which says K, my mother's departed. She's deceased. My grandmother obviously is as well. But those stockings, trust me, 
are always hung with care. And they're, for me, the emotional centerpiece of any Christmas. Are the stockings always filled, or is it just good enough to have them up there? No, I'm, I'm a big believer. I lean in and have always leaned into filling the stockings. I am a big proponent of filling the stockings, getting in, creative, being ingenious with small, nice items, food and other things, everything wrapped in the stocking, fill them up. That's a cool part of Christmas morning. That is a cool part. Now, for your bride, I know she normally listens later, but maybe she won't listen to this one. I know she's locked in. Have you picked out her stocking stuffers already, or are you saying, eh, we can get to those at the end? I'm a little bit behind on that. I'm caught up on everyone and everything else. But I do need to, uh, and I've been extremely busy the last three or four days, so I'm a little bit behind on the stocking stuffer. So that ingenious thing, I need to get smarter real quick. Yeah. I don't think your bride is going to appreciate it. I ended up landing everybody else a present, (laughs) but I've been busy, and I'm thinking you about the 10th of January. I mean, we'll just have a... Yeah, the the multi-pack of Trident gum is not going to do it. No, no. <laughs> no. I don't think that. I mean, it's just just massive amounts of double mint is no. not really going to work. I don't think so. Uh, no, briefly, no. Uh, if you could live anywhere outside of your mansion on the Potomac, Ooh. where would you live? Dad, I'm a Californian. Yeah. California. Right back San to San Diego. Diego? Yeah, right back, of course. Yeah. Why not? San Diego, where I grew up. It's my, high in my, the list. My beloved and beautiful hometown. Yeah. I love yeah. having you on the show. That is just a fact. I hope you have a fantastic uh, Christmas, and we'll talk next so week. So same to you. It's the best part of my year, being on the show. Love it. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we'll we'll talk next week, yes or no? Yes. I'm in. I'm here. Okay. Beautiful. I'm working. Thank so you. I'm around. Get, All right. Get that See gum. You. Major Garrett, off to get the uh, spearmint gum right now. Chris Tubbs is going to hit a button, then we'll get to Susie, and we'll have some more fun next hour. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Auto Parts. <laughs>